2: no purpose in
3: teaching anybody who don't really want to learn who really don't want to get to it. Everybody want to play entrepreneur. They don't want the sacrifice to come with this shit.
1: Hmm.
3: Truly. Late nights, early gone
0: You're
2: going to lose friends, lose girlfriends, family going to call you crazy, not going to believe in you, then you make it and then everybody
3: going to be like I'm proud of you, let me get some money. Get some money. What I've realized that wealthy people understand mm-hmm. and people in general, it's the small concepts that you can apply to get wealthy. You don't got to be super smart and got to know all the intricacies of real estate or taxes or e-commerce or whatever, trucking, whatever it it is. It's good if you want to be rich in that business, but you don't need to know that. You don't need to know everything. You just need to know small, basic concepts. Mm -hmm. And one of the smallest basic concepts that anybody can understand is get money, buy income. Mm. Get money, money, buy more money.
0: I woke up feeling wealthy today, my bank account might not agree, but hey, that shit on the way Me and my niggas laying brick on top of brick till we straight If you the type that play the victim, you can't come in my space You know this game ain't for the weak, it's hard to carry this weight I keep my balance through the ups and downs, I'm never gonna break You feel the purpose in my spirit when you look in my face Cause it's ain't a second I can weigh some good food on place
3: What's good wealthy people, it is your boy David Bellard, one of the founders of Black Wealth Renaissance here back at it again with another great installment of the Black Wealth Renaissance Podcast. Before we get into it, I need y'all to make sure that you like, rate, comment, subscribe, share, leave a review, all that. It helps us continue to grow the show. I'm here with my brother from another, my co-host Jalen Clark. How you doing, bro?
2: What up, what up, what up, y'all? It's your boy Jalen, man. I am feeling great. Like my brother said, y'all please make sure y'all rate, comment, and review. Don't be lying to me because I can see it. Yeah, Clearly, I can Stop see capping. <laughs> yeah, so stop bullshitting me and just leave it. <laughs> like, I'm saying. It really does help. And once again, it gives us feedback so we know what we need to improve on, what we need to tweak and things like
3: that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So just a couple little things we want to go with uh, before, before getting into everything. Uh, we are, we have the goal of getting our own studio. And uh, if you've been listening to this podcast, and you don't want to support the business through any of the products or services that we offer you can do a little donation a little gift throw, throw some a little something in the offering for your boys you know what i'm saying we've been giving out this game for free for 3 years y'all give Umar Johnson all that money he ain't never built no damn school so you might as well come on give it us some money we are going to build this uh donations. gifts <laughs> donations so yeah that's one of the things man and uh the other thing got to put it on on y'all mind we are going to keep It on your mind Black Men's Summit Yes sir October 22nd Dallas In Dallas Texas Black men Gonna be building wealth Building their health Building the community And building legacy Out here in Dallas Texas Is Black Wealth Renaissance Partnering up With Black Men's Wear Previous guests Of the Black Wealth Renaissance Podcast The Dad Gang And the Black Man Can Four black men Led organizations Changing the narrative Of what it looks like To be a black man In the media Uh, So Definitely, definitely, definitely would love for any of you brothers that are listening to come join us in Dallas. If you can't make it there, uh, you can join us virtually. The show, uh, we will be live streaming. Virtual tickets are $25. Early bird tickets are $100. So, highly suggest you go ahead, hop on that now. Go to blackmensummit.com. Again, that is blackmensummit.com. All right. So, thank y'all so much, man. We, like I mentioned already, uh, this is going to be another great installment of the Black Wealth Renaissance nice podcast. I'm going to let my brother Jalen introduce our guest for today.
2: We got. Uh A man who's doing some great things in the community uh he's got a business that's very non-traditional uh a lot of people don't really know about this route and uh we definitely we met him last year for bosses and brunch yes
3: sir um
2: and whenever he told me his business i was like wait a minute yeah i was like, was like i ain't never heard nobody doing this like and I was like, "How'd you get started with this?" And then, you know, he he ended up explaining, um, and we connected. I followed him on Twitter. He gives out a lot of great information. Uh, he's a great brother. He's actually an active uh, serving military officer, uh, and he's just really genuine. He's also invited me on his podcast, "Skills That Make You Mills, and I'm talking about Mr. Royal Banks. How you doing, Royal? What's up,
0: man? How's it going? <sighs> <laughs> I love it. I appreciate the <laughs> intro, man. I, thank y'all for having me out here. Uh, like I like I said uh, to you, Jalen, this is one of the goals that I had for myself for this year. So being able to you know uh, do this in real time, and I appreciate it. Hey, no
2: problem, no
3: problem. And my definitely appreciate you, you making up. your way out here, come Thank and join you. us in Dallas to give the people some good game on this podcast. Absolutely, so royal. Um, I know Jalen gave a brief introduction to you, sure. but I would like for you to introduce yourself to our audience as well.
0: Absolutely, uh, my name is Royal Banks. I like what Jalen said. I am an active duty Army officer currently based way out in west West Texas on the Mountain Time Zone. I am a public affairs officer, so I help tell the Army story. Um, In addition to that, I own Assurance DNA, a nationwide paternity testing service. I also own Paternity University, the world's first course that teaches you how to start a paternity testing business, and Gray Helix, which is a paternity testing CRM, essentially software. Um, So that's, that's briefly about me. Love it. I did not know El Paso was on Mountain Time. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that kind of it blew is, me. Yeah. I like
2: what? It's an hour behind Dallas. See, I definitely didn't know that because, like, whether we would be communicating, yep. I thought you all Central Time, dog. Nope, nope. That's crazy. Nope. You're out there, man. Let it let y'all know how big Texas is. Yes. Texas is fucking yes. huge.
3: Yes, sir. <laughs> so, royal man, I want to say thank you for coming on to the podcast. As Jalen yes, mentioned, the fraternity testing business definitely is an interesting one. It's something that I never. Again, when we met at Bosses and Brunch last year, something I never considered. So can you tell us, like, how did you get into this business?
0: Sure, absolutely. Um, My mom has run a paternity testing business for the past 20 years. Um, So, you know, kind of seeing her go throughout it, I never thought to myself, I really want to, that's what I want to do. Mm -hmm. But uh, a few years ago, me and my wife, uh, we had some money set aside. We um, own a mobile home together in Fayetteville, North Carolina, um, and we were looking to expand our portfolio in Virginia And um, the mobile homes out there Were just too expensive People were asking For too much money For a mobile home um, And so I was like You know My mom has been doing This paternity testing thing I've seen her do it Since I was 10 years old mm-hmm. I think I can do it too And it, you don't have to have As much overhead um, Even even with mobile homes You don't have to have As much mobile uh, overhead Getting into the mobile home business As you do with regular real estate mm-hmm. But even compared to mobile homes You don't have to have As much over, overhead Starting your own DNA testing business So um i brought it up to my wife she said you know let's let's do it you know we whiteboarded it out she was like hey i i kind of put it in your head a couple of years ago to go (laughs) ahead and do but i I, quite frankly i don't think that i was ready for it at the time Mm -hmm. um so like i say you know fellas listen to your wives um because they always have good advice and uh we we went from there we just started it uh december 2020 and we've been rocking since
3: love it love it
0: yeah i love to hear it so
2: i I got a question did you ever ask your mom how did she get into the industry
0: yeah my mom got into it by there was a situation that her brother was in a paternity uh, situation that her brother was in in the late 90s or so Mm -hmm. um and it was a whole thing of you know him essentially um paying child support or paying for a child that ended up not being his Uh, and so 18 she years, got Kanye West 18 line. years yeah, yeah, she got so deep into it She was so affected by it That she researched on her own Way before, obviously a course There was no course back then mm-hmm. yeah, you you know, Barely Google, even Google. Right? Google. Yeah. She had to ask Jeeves or something And find out how to open up Her own paternity testing service And she did that in like 2001, 2002 time frame um, So that's how she got into it
2: Oh that's dope you know. So with your mom doing this for so long What type of resource was she with you guys starting out with this business?
0: She's an incredibly valuable resource. Um, So when I started it, you know, when I would get my first clients and things like that, um, I'd be able to call her anytime. Obviously, I'm her son, right? She loves me. So I could call her and be like, Mom, what do I do? You know, who do I talk to? Another example is what I actually, you know, in order to provide paternity testing services, you have to. Um, communicate with the laboratory, you have to partner up with a laboratory, become a distributor or a reseller. So um, I partnered up with DNA Diagnostic Center. That's, now, every time you see Mari or Paternity Court, that's the lab that I'm partnering with. So really? every time they read off the results, that's the lab that I'm partnering with um, to do my paternity testing. And so my mom was partnering with them at that time for 15, 18 years, 20 years or so. So I'm like, all right. Uh, I reach out to them and I say, hey, this is Royal Bank's this is, uh, this is Jewel's son They were like Alright got it you're, you're good We're gonna You know We got you mm-hmm. So I, I've said this before Like generational wealth Is not only just I'm Only so money I'm so glad You mm, just said yeah. that I was Yeah It's not just only money It can be absolutely But it's also relationships Cause all I have to do Was just say her name And they were like You're good We got you Black so nepotism Contract easy
3: Black nepotism You fat, yeah. fat. Yeah, I like this But shit. no Like real talk Generational wealth Is so much more Than just money yeah. And that's very important. I think last night at the event, someone mentioned that that generational wealth sometimes is knowledge, like yeah. passing yeah. that knowledge down as well. Because not only did she pass down relationships, she passed down knowledge to yeah. you. And now you're taking that and you've turned it into your own business, your own enterprise. Absolutely. And that that's, that's um, invaluable.
1: 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike?
3: I'm trying to think about... Do you remember them, uh, them commercials with the car? Priceless. Yeah, I was priceless. about to say you're talking about... The priceless. Priceless. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really, though. Like, really. Because you can't get that. You can't make that up. And sometimes I think we always think generational wealth is just money. Yeah. Like, it's just they got to give you the money to start the business, not Absolutely. the knowledge to start the business.
0: Absolutely. I agree. Yeah, she didn't give me no money. But the knowledge she gave me has made me a lot of money. So I love it. <laughs> I love it.
3: So, Roy, I want to get into... How do I know you mentioned you go to the the companies to the, lab, yeah. to the labs to partner up? So how does a DNA testing business work? Like how do you how does how does all that work?
0: Yeah, how how it works is essentially, um, like I said, you're partner with the laboratory to offer those services, you're you're a distributor or a reseller, and essentially if somebody contacts you um, because they're going through a situation. Um, hey, I need this paternity test for this reason or for that reason. Essentially, you qualify that lead just like how you qualify a lead through real estate or anything else Mm -hmm. and you say uh hey uh what do you need this test for i need it for court purposes i'm going through a divorce and sometimes when people go through a divorce they have to get a paternity test that's court admissible really um yeah and you and you have to qualify that lead from there so uh there are multiple services that you can offer is not only paternity so paternity is father right pater uh, means father but you can also offer relationship testing as well. So, just in case that father is not there or is deceased, you can offer grandparentage, avuncular. Uh, the word uncle is in avuncular, so that means aunt or uncle. Testing the alleged father's uh, sister or brother. You can test siblings, so the children of the alleged father as well, either half or full siblingship. You could do. You can test t- twins as well. You can do uh, immigration testing as well. Um, well, What's immigration testing? So immigration testing is when uh, someone is uh, trying to bring in a relative, uh, a son or daughter uh, into the United States. And the U.S. government requires that a blood relationship must be established for them to get that immigration uh, status Mm -hmm. Um, or uh, for passports as well. The only thing is us as resellers, as distributors, as middlemen, we cannot actually oversee that entire test we actually have to refer that to the lab because the government only wants american association of blood banks accredited labs to do that actual test but it's still something you can offer and get a referral fee from a lab so you have paternity i want to find out who the father is you have grandparentage you know the alleged father is not around so we're going to test the grandparents and the children um avuncular siblingship immigration non-invasive prenatal paternity testing which means Testing um, the mother when she is still pregnant, because mm. you can still get a paternity test when the mother is still pregnant, at least seven weeks. Um, you have you actually have deceased paternity testing, too. Really? So in case, yes, um, uh, if a, a gentleman passes away, if he is still in the morgue, uh, or at the funeral home, you can actually go and take samples from the deceased wow. individual's body to do the paternity testing for that, because sometimes that's needed for death benefits, insurance, et cetera. So as many ways... To operate your paternity testing service and different services you can offer, and each one of those service is a different form of income, essentially. Um, but your your whole job is to solve people's problems. That's what it is, and it's just qualifying that lead from there.
2: Wow, I did not know you can did de- test the dead man too. Can, is there right? a certain time period, time frame that you have to? The
0: the most preferred way is if if it can be done prior to embalming, mm-hmm. but if it is, if the embalming has already happened, you're going to take four different types of samples, hair from the root of the head, an ear swab, uh, fingernails, if possible, and possibly, if possible, a mouth swab as well. I personally have not done any disease testing. I have not, I've gotten calls for it um, and I've, I've worked to, to set up that coordination, but you know, things when mm-hmm. my mom, however, does the disease testing a lot. So like I said, and whenever that time came, um, cause I do more prenatal testing than anything else, Whenever that time came for a deceased call to come in, I would call my mom. Hey, what do I do with this? This is how you do <laughs> Boom, 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 boom. And I was ready and prepared. And, th- you know, things will always go um, go away. But I'm prepared. And uh, I had to mentally prepare myself as well because, yeah, you are going into that morgue or that funeral home to
2: do
3: that. Uh, I oh, that. oh, man. <laughs> walking in with, yeah. but So I, I, yeah, I, what you want to get into? The prenatal. Okay, zone. you got yeah. it. You got it. Yeah.
2: Uh, So like with the prenatal, I didn't know that you can test people like while they're still with child. Yeah. How does that
0: work? Yeah, absolutely. So we offer what is called non-invasive prenatal paternity testing. So that's just a blood draw from the mom's arm. And so the mom has to be at least seven weeks pregnant, seven weeks gestation. And it's just a blood draw because it's separating the fetal DNA, the baby's DNA from the mother's blood. Um, And then you swab the alleged father. So that's the non-invasive. The invasive, the other side to that, um, because I get calls from people that are like, well, you know, this this company does it for cheaper, um, but they're invasive. Invasive is amniocentesis or chorionic villus sampling. Amniocentesis is inserting a large needle into the woman's uh, belly button to collect that amniotic oh, fluid. no, thank you. <laughs> or, like, that hurts. It's uncomfortable, and I've been told that by somebody who has gotten an actual amniocentesis procedure done. Um, or... CVS or chorionic villic sampling is inserting a catheter into the woman's cervix to collect placental samples, which is also uncomfortable and could it's a small chance. So a 1% chance of possible miscarriage or birth defects in the baby. So we offer non-invasive. That is what I learned, uh, you know, as I established myself in El Paso, that's what a lot of my clients want. 70% of my revenue comes from the non-invasive prenatal paternity testing. Uh,
2: and whenever you're pre-qualifying, what what are they? What's the reason that they're wanting this prenatal test
0: for? So, in my experience, uh, and my wife can attest to it as well, because she wasn't answering a lot of my calls last year. Sometimes they just want to know. They it's it's a situation where you know you you're, you're enjoying yourself, you're living life, hot and, girl summer, and you know you you just hot want boy to know. summer.
3: Who gives you more calls, men or women? Women. Women, interesting, absolutely.
0: I get now. I would say, 75 percent of my clients are women, mm-hmm. um, but the calls that come in about nine out of ten are women, absolutely. Um, and so it's a it's a way that you have to speak um, to the clients. You know, um, I, I operate non judgmental. Um, you you simply provide a solution to the problem. Um, so it is not your job to judge them or to ask them why are you in this situation. No. Talk to them, yes, mm-hmm. so they can feel more comfortable, but simply solve the problem. It's if same for the men as well. Yeah. When the men call in and, they, and sometimes they're happy to speak to a man as well. Um and, and I speak to them and it's just you offer the solution to the problem. But yeah, most of the calls I get and the clients I get are are from women, yes.
3: Interesting. It is interesting. Uh made me think about Mari again. Like that, <laughs> you, you're not gonna you're not trying to dramaticize. No, that's you're a not, good question.
0: Yeah, no. I don't I, it's it's all facts and solving the problem um you know even when i send the results to them it's not i don't i don't read it to them over the phone and say you are not the father i don't do that (laughs) it's not on the paper (laughs) it is on the paper is it's a it's a percentage and that's it. it don't say you know yeah some people think that that's that's what i get from a lot of folks but no i don't dramatize it it's it's straight up professional it's solving that problem because um, there's other forms of testing, even outside paternity testing. If you're even if you're offering something like STD testing as well, uh, or even drug testing, I'm still going to ask you that. Yeah, it's, it's it's professionalism in everything that you do, whether it's uh, uh, in in that person's favor or not. That's what sets you apart.
3: Gotcha. Okay. So I wanted to get into finding clients with this. Yeah. I know you mentioned you get calls from different sets of clients. So how are you finding clients with the paternity testing? Absolutely, business?
0: good question. Clients find me through Google. It's, 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 this industry is very, I'm, I'm not say low tech in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't really have to get too fancy. I've done all types of stuff. Even with my mom, before I started my paternity testing business, I was helping her do Facebook ads. I set up her Google stuff in 2013. After everything, Google is number one, Google. As long, if you're on the top of the Google search when they look for you and they click and they call you and you answer the phone as long as you answer the phone, there is a 50-50 chance that they will become your client. That's it. It's literally Google. Just Google ads. I have my Google ads directly tied to my Google My Business pages. Mm-hmm. So they see the reviews. They click the call button. They call. And now my virtual assistant just answers the phone, and that's it.
2: Hmm. Yep. So I kind of want to get a little deeper into the actual inner workings of the business. Sure. Right? So how are you setting up with the labs? Like, how... Is there a certain number of labs throughout the U S and how do you get in contact
0: with them? Good. That's excellent. So, uh, I use for, for the court admissible testing, you use something called an American association of blood banks accredited lab, AABB. Um, to my knowledge, there's about 21 accredited labs Mm -hmm. in the United States. Um, so for, you know, without, let's just say I did not have my mom, right. to, 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 to have gotten me through that. Um, you would search on AABB's website to look for those labs and you reached out to them. So DNA Diagnostic Center, um, Universal Forensics are two that I use.
1: 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess. For elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com home dash trial.
0: And you reach out to them. There's a page on their website where you just ask to become a corporate partner. Or you email them and you just say, hey, I am Johnny. I want to offer paternity testing services in this location. I want to offer this is what I want to do. And they will essentially just contact you back. And that's it. Universal Forensics is another lab. You go to their website, ask to be a reseller. You fill out a form, they contact you. That's it. So
2: you don't need any like certifications, any licensing? The only time you need a certification
0: is if you yourself want to perform the blood draws for the prenatal. You have to become a a phlebotomist. That's if you yourself want to do it. I don't do, I'm not a phlebotomist. I'm not going to go to school for X amount of months or a year to Mm -hmm. become a phlebotomist. I just outsource it all to phlebotomists. That's what I do. Um, I don't have any phlebotomists on staff. I just outsource everything. So that's how I operate it.
3: Love it. So I love that you mentioned that it's like a low-tech business, right? Because it goes back to one of the things Andre Hatchett always says. It's one of those things that's not sexy or yeah. whatever. Like, oh, I don't have to run all these these ads and do all these crazy things yeah. to get clients. And it's also simple in that you don't have to necessarily do the work. So what type of, like, I guess, what's like the type of spreads in this type of industry, right? With you hiring out people to do the work, like what? What what does it look like with that part of it? You mean
0: like the either with the the actual outsourcing or like the profit margins?
3: Yeah, like the profit margins. Okay, yeah,
0: average profit margins I'm seeing is about um, twenty seven to thirty one percent. So, for example, right, a prenatal paternity test on average goes for between fourteen and eighteen hundred dollars. Um, the lab and and, and by whoa, the whoa, way, hold yeah, on, wait, I didn't realize wait, minute, that was wait shit. one minute,
3: one minute. Yeah, yeah. fourteen and eighteen hundred dollars for a prenatal test. That is
0: correct because the, the science the the procedure of separating the fetal DNA that the lab does yeah is a little bit more advanced than them just doing a
3: regular mouth swab. I got test. you. Okay, so they
0: they charge us
3: okay. a higher fees, so we then yes, sir.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, for example, um, I would charge somebody sixteen hundred bucks for a non-invasive prenatal uh, within seven days. The lab charges me. Twelve hundred dollars to to run the test. Granted, I never see the client, and I just outsource it to a lobotomist. There's uh, one that I pay twenty five dollars per test, and I just keep the rest. All I have to do essentially is answer the phone. So that is more on the lower profit margin. Um, some of the higher ones are the regular paternity test. Um, those are in the. 50 to 60% profit margins. That's like the mouth swab ones. Yeah, the the regular mouth swab ones. So you just, either you send them the kit for the informational one or you do it, you know, in an actual person. Um, You can charge between 350 and $500 depending on where you're at. And the lab might only charge you 90 bucks, $120 to actually process it and you keep the rest. So profit margins for those are higher. Profit margins for the prenatals are lower, but the revenue for the prenatals are way higher and the demand is extremely high for the prenatals. Hmm. I'm glad I'm thank I'm you glad for pointing
3: you. that out like cuz that's important like your best seller is one of the higher ticket items but just cuz it's the highest ticket sometimes people hear the big number and they think oh man I made 1600 off the test mm-hmm. but it's more cost of business associated It is net yeah.
2: do. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yep. It's um you know it's it's I think I've done I don't know 20 or 30 of those tests this year so far the prenatals and then the rest of the tests I've add in um, you know, it it's the demand is great. I have a mentor in the business as well who um, not long ago made $12,000 in one week and it was off those prenatals. Like I said, he didn't keep all that money, but, but still essentially just literally outsourcing, answering that phone and just having somebody do it. You know, he probably kept about in addition to his actual other test totally probably kept about six or seven thousand dollars for the that's week that's damn good bro that's, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that's,
3: that's damn good like how many other businesses where you don't have to necessarily do the work basically you're you're the marketing <coughs> agency for this like
0: yeah essentially i i like for example when i uh you know on the irs you know dot gov when you get your ein number it's like what are you what business are you they don't have paternity testing on there they have like laboratory mm-hmm. essentially i'm a, a consultant essentially a consultant and like you said, marketer, you're just a middleman consultant answering the phone. Now, I will go out and do the test myself sometimes okay. if I have the free time, but I'm in the army. I don't have time. I work, I work a five-to-five five job. Some people say they work nine-to-five. I work a five-to-five five job. I wake up at five. I come home at five. I don't have time to do it, so I outsource it. And that's literally it. And the clients, they don't mind being, you know, they don't, they don't, they don't, as long as their problem gets solved. Yeah. And you treat them with respect and courtesy. They don't, they don't mind having to go a little bit out the way or going to a, a location. I just say, hey, this is a location where you'll be swabbed, et cetera, et cetera. And you're just overseeing the you entire operation. kind
3: of managing the expectations of everybody. And yep. almost like, I guess let's market more of a, almost a project manager in that sense. Yeah, it's, like,
0: it's your operations manager. Yeah. You're, you're overseeing the entire operation. And, and I say that to them. Hey, uh, I am the agency that will oversee and coordinate this entire process for you. And I will let you know every single step of the way what's going to happen. You're okay with that. And they and they pay before that.
2: So with the actual testing part, they can't just test
0: with an at-home kid themselves. If they if they want to use those results for legal purposes, they cannot. Mm. The reason so why peace of mind would be an at-home. Peace of mind is at-home. Now they can come in for a peace of mind. So they can come into our office for a peace of mind. The 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 main differentiator between a peace of mind and a, and a legal is something called a chain of custody or a consent form. And there's a form that you fill out that says. I am Mary Sue and I am getting this DNA test on this day. I presented my ID and the person took a picture of me on this day and this time. And it's all put into an envelope in addition to the samples and sent off to the laboratory. That makes it uh, court admissible. It's because the chain of custody says this test was handled from this point to this point to this point. It was Mm -hmm. opened at this point. It was done at this point. It was notarized.
3: It's all documented. It's
0: all documented. Just in case. I ever have to go to court. I can notarize a paternity test. They do it in house. They do oh, it. Okay, the I lounge. was about to say. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> be, I know. I, I, I get. I get. I get. I get <laughs> but they do it. In, they do it in house. They have in house notary to do it. Um, but but yes, that's what makes it. So if you want, if people just want to know, they just want to know. That's it. You do. You can do either. They can come in for the test. We just wouldn't do the chain of custody, or we just send the kit to them at home. So half, like I said, most of the clients that I've had, I don't ever even see them. First off, because I outsource it. And second, so some of the clients, they just send me a kit. I don't ever even see them.
2: Are you sending them to like a medical facility
0: to get swabbed? Or I know you said they oh, when come to our office. Yeah. Like how, how does- Good question. When I outsource, I send them to either individual collectors that have their own offices mm-hmm. or I send them to a franchise that I like to work with. Um, and so there's fran- these franchises all over the country and I just send them over there. Hey, you're going to go to this place. They do the DNA test all the time. And they just charge me either twenty five dollars per person, or twenty five dollars for the whole test, or forty bucks per person. It just depends on where you go. So not really a medical facility per se, mm-hmm. um, but it's a place that they can do. The, or, or if I do it myself, I rent uh, an office for an hour and I go there. I rent, a, you know, a Regis office for an hour and I, I go there, I swap them, and I'm out.
3: You know, that's pretty cool. Minutes. I didn't know you could do that with Regis. Like you, you can, can just rent the space for just the time an you need it. for an
0: hour. Yep, for like. 25, 30 bucks. So I don't, you know, have a lease.
3: Now you talking numbers to me, Roy. I, I like it. You talking numbers, I don't like it. But,
0: that's, but those are lessons that I learned, like my mom's experiences in her business. Um, and, and absolutely, you know, and, and she learned that lesson herself. She rented a space, she leased a space um a while ago, 2013 time frame. Um, but that space was costing her thirteen hundred bucks a month plus her mortgage, you know. And so after a time, she couldn't have that space anymore. Um, so she learned herself get this co-working kind of space, and if whenever you need you do a test,
3: you just pop in, pop, pop in,
0: pop out, and then Regis uh, more so did that rental stuff during the COVID, and also, also like I guess they modeled after the work or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that for sure, but
3: they yeah. probably had to do it during COVID because I know a lot yeah. of people canceled leases. They can- they, yeah. like oh yeah. yo, we ain't using it, we ain't we ain't coming to the office no more. Yep. So mm-hmm. I don't
0: app, I want this time go in. The next day they send me an invoice for 25 bucks. I pay it. There you go. That's it. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot
2: gets everyone up to speed instantly, it's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at microsoft.com slash AI for all.
3: That's dope, man. So with this business, you're running it as something on the side of your five to five job. Yeah, would yeah. you recommend this for anybody else that's like, you know, trying to find a way to get into? Because everybody always asks us, man, what's something I can start? What's another business I can get into? I'm trying to find some way to make some additional money. Like, what would you say about somebody to somebody yeah, who's trying to get started?
0: I would say, I would say yes. Um, but the only caveat is that if you cannot be proactively communicative and emotionally intelligent, intelligent, do not get into this business. It ain't for you. It's not for you. If, if you are a jerk or extremely judgmental, you know, um, or if you can't, if you can't out hire somebody that can answer the phone and be emotionally intelligent, understanding and calming and, uh, uh, reassuring, um, don't get into this business however if you can then yes it can be for anybody who owns who has a nine to five um because essentially your biggest thing is going to have to be essentially if you have a nine to five you're going to have to get a virtual assistant to answer your calls unless Mm -hmm. you can duck out of your nine to five and answer your calls i mean i'm not gonna lie i did it for the first x amount of time until my wife was able to assist me and she was answering my calls and by the way my wife answering my calls helped like oh my gosh so much they answer, you know, you, you have uh you know, a sweet voice on the other side of the line, way more reassuring than just me talking to them, you know what I'm saying? So uh yeah, having having somebody to either answer your calls or if you can duck out your nine to five, because most people in this business are not just gonna purchase a paternity test on your website without talking to somebody. Mm-hmm. They have they always yeah. want to talk to somebody first. So you just gotta be able to answer that phone and be emotionally intelligent and you can run it, whether you have a nine to five, five to five, seven to seven, whatever.
2: Love it. Love it. So, you, you mentioned earlier, like, you can also do STDs and you can do drug testing. Mm-hmm. Is there a ways to, like,
0: third-party those services out as well? To my knowledge, yes, there is. Um, however, I'm not into that business mm-hmm. solely. A lot of places actually do DNA testing as a secondary or even tertiary service. So, they primarily focus on drug, on testing, drug and testing STD testing and then do DNA kind of off to the side. They don't even market it exactly they don't market it. so somebody who primarily does dna that's what i do that's what i specialize in i eat all their lunch they don't even market it they don't even, they don't even, they, the last time they might have done a dna test was like 3 years ago or something mm-hmm. they don't even know what to do or they don't know what people are looking for and they don't somebody calls for a prenatal attorney test they're like we don't do that huh? well, we no. do drug tests and yeah that's it. it we we do drug tests come this cup <laughs> yeah yeah come, come back to us when you need a drug test but they'll call me who specializes in it. i specialize in that
3: that's a um, lesson in that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So maybe maybe somewhere down the line I might get into the drug testing at some point in time mm-hmm. when I'm a little bit more stable. Because you kinda need a, a, a space. Need location a space, yeah, space for them for to come way. in. So maybe down the line, yeah. But for now I focus primarily on the DNA testing.
3: And you touched on hiring contractors and hiring people who can do the job correctly. Mm-hmm. I know uh, a lot of entrepreneurs, including myself, that's not so it's a struggle for most people to hire effectively. Mm-hmm. Um how, what, what are some tips you would say When it comes to hiring contractors That can perform the work
0: As in the actual testing itself As well as like VA stuff as well All that Yeah included? Yeah yeah absolutely Well I'll start I'll start with the most important one Which is your Which is your virtual assistant Which is your Whoever you gonna hire To answer your phones You have to qualify I, I went through a A four month qualification process By answering It wasn't on purpose It's just that I was talking to a bunch of VAs And I was just like Ah nah I don't think it's going to work. Um, so hiring out that work is important. What are, what are your needs? Well, first off, I had to realize I needed a bilingual VA. I'm in mm. El Paso, Texas. Mm. And I'm also on the border. I'm, on, I'm, a, I'm in a border state. Texas, period, is a border state. Thanks. A lot of the calls, maybe about 30% of the calls I get, they only speak Spanish. So that was one of my calls. I can't answer. I don't speak Spanish.
2: Really?
0: <laughs> I don't. So I I, it, I had to get somebody to do it. Plus, my wife was going back to work at a certain point in time. She is she, she came, bilingual, huh? She bilingual? No. Okay. No, she's not. But she 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 eventually went back to work, mm-hmm. so she couldn't answer the phone. So I had to search for that. And yeah, it wasn't even a pride thing. It was like, yo, I have to do this, like in order to do Continue my business. business I, I have to. Yeah. I can't keep ducking out of meetings and telling my commander, hey man, I'm sorry, I gotta
3: she, take this call real quick. Yeah, she's
0: like, I don't care what you got going on. You, can, you this is your job, understandably so. So doing that now, the actual outsourcing of the work of the actual paternity test, though, I don't really that I don't hire nobody for that. I just call them and be like, hey, do this for me. And they go do it because that's what they do. I just I simply outsource it and send that person there. So I don't have any contractors for that. It's just an existing franchise or operation or a, an existing DNA collector mm-hmm. that is already partnered with that laboratory. That's just what they do. So I just call, contact them, send my person there and they send me an invoice and that's it.
2: So I know you mentioned that this is a low startup cost business. Yeah. If I wanted to get started, what would be my upfront cost that I'm looking at?
0: Your your main upfront cost would be incorporating your business. So however you see fit. I'm not a tax person or an attorney or anything like that. So incorporating an LLC, Core, core, however you want to do it. Um, from there, your website. You can really go on Google sites. Get a simple, easy website, plug and play, Squarespace, whatever you want to do. Um, there are no costs to getting the materials from the laboratory. Really? The laboratory sends you the kits for free up front.
3: Because they're going to charge you. They're going to the- charge
0: you on the back end to the process them. So now if you had to do that, then you need a few thousand dollars, but you don't. So the lab will just say, once you partner with them, um, they'll say, okay, we're going to send you a pack. We're going to send you that, you know what I'm saying? See that box of 30 tests or whatever. And from there, uh, essentially, your your other startup costs are really just marketing. It's just getting your name out there. However, you see fit. Uh, Google ads, if you want to do Facebook ads, whatever. Just getting your name out there. So honestly, your 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 locked in starting cost, depending on your state, when it comes to you know however you do your LLC, probably less than five hundred bucks. Damn, on or around five hundred bucks. And from there, your biggest expense after that, once you get started. Is your marketing and your operating expenses for, you know, the labs running the testing fees for your test.
3: And once That's you it. start getting uh, a few little men, you can use the profits from that to just yeah. continue. I haven't,
0: I haven't used outside money for my business in a year. Like, I haven't had to use, like, my own money. It's all just profit. It's all just reinvesting the profit into marketing, et cetera. Damn.
2: So... You know, being that you've, you have your mom, you have a mentor to help you out with this, what's been some of the biggest challenges you've faced since being in this industry?
0: Man, those days <clears throat> where I'm not getting no calls, you know, something's going on, either, I don't know, inflation hit or I, I messed up my Google ads by changing something too much and my calls dropped. And I'm not getting the calls. And I'm like, man, that notary business sounds real nice mm. right about now. <laughs> you know, man, man, that, that drug testing, maybe I can figure that out. And so that's been the most difficult thing is dealing with the downturn sometimes. And I'm like, man, don't get the shiny object syndrome. Like mm. this is your, be the specialty. Like, like I said, be that specialist that sets you apart from everybody else. But it's hard sometimes. You know what I'm saying? When you, you, see, you see all these other people mm, on, on the timeline doing whatever, like, man, that looks good. I can do that. No man, stick to what you got. That's been the most difficult thing is during those downturns.
3: You know, definitely believe that the shiny object syndrome is a motherfucking. They be whooping a lot of ass. Yeah, it's yeah. like a generation. I see so many people. We know, we know, we all know that one person that's they taking every course, but yeah. they haven't implemented any of the information. So it's like, even whenever those challenges do arise, it's important, like you mentioned, to stick to b- remaining being that specialist because just like everything in business is ebbs and flows, highs and lows. Absolutely.
0: Ebbs and flows, highs and lows. Like I said, my, my mentor, you know, uh, when I met him, he helped me a lot as well. Um, and he had told me just a few weeks ago, man, I don't know, bro. I don't know what's going on. Nobody wants prenatals anymore. Like, I just, I don't know what's going on. He called me the next day. I did five in one day. Like I said, five prenatals in one day is about $7,000 in sales. Jesus. I was like what'd you do? He was like,
3: I don't know. <laughs> it was just paying off from the keep grinding. And he said, you just I just
0: you just keep going. Like in the words, of, you know, one of my favorite rap artists Larry June, you just keep going. Just keep going.
2: Royal. So with with you know I remember we spoke on your podcast, we talked about you being an investor in real estate and you mentioned having the uh, mobile home with your wife uh, earlier. So are you reinvesting some of those profits that you're seeing from uh, your paternity company into real estate or what, what are you doing there?
0: I'll be honest, <clears throat> I'm reinvesting the profits from my paternity testing business and from the course into the CRM that I started, mm-hmm. into the software, Gray Helix. Um, I'll be honest, my temperament for real estate right now, I'm keeping it at the two that I have, the two properties that I have. I, you know, some people got to accept sometimes that, you know, I don't want, I don't want any more properties at the moment. Um, so at the moment, yeah, everything from, from assurance DNA, uh, gets reinvested into the software company that I founded.
3: Okay. No, 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 and I definitely wanted to get into that software company sure. because one of the great, the, the lessons, the great nips um, was the first person that I actually heard talk about it. You brought about that shit up, brought it up on our song, vertical integration. Yeah, yes, absolutely. And that is vertical integration, what you're doing with your CRM. So you're taking the profits from the course where you're teaching people how to start this business and the actual business, and now you're providing a service to assist with the industry. Can yeah. we get into Great Helix more? <clears throat> Absolutely, so
0: last year, I don't know man, like it was, one of the labs that I use has an online portal mm-hmm. which you can go into and look at results and create cases and stuff like that. But um, if only, you only get access to that if you're partnered with that laboratory. So I was like, there, there really isn't um, a common CRM, a, a customer relationship management software, um, to where you can, you know, know all of your clients, create all the information, message them, release results, all that stuff. Normally people in the DNA industry, like I said, this is a low tech industry. They use, you know, just an Excel sheet or like pencil and paper, or they use square email, use all types of things. There was nothing that exists that brought all that into one. So I came up with the idea last year around this time and went to work on it in January and created Gray Helix is his own software company. Um, and it's been a it's been a road, man. Like that is not easy doing it, like and Believe bootstrapping it. it, bootstrapping it, because I'm paying for it out of my own, well, essentially out of the business profits. <clears throat> there are no VCs, mm. you know. It's just me straight and just thugging it out, just figuring it out, man. Like uh, and getting people, you know, um, figuring out my target market. So yeah, it's uh, the MVP, the minimum viable product, is complete, and now it's it's just the marketing. So I'm finding. The, the franchises that I use, for example, that do my tests for me, that I outsource, reaching out to them. Hey, I have the software, you know, it combines everything into one. Um, and and so the purpose of that, the, grow, the goal of that is to grow it, to get that MRR, that monthly recurring revenue um, coming in and eventually sell it one day as a tech company.
3: That's dope, bro. That's yeah, dope. dope. So you created an, an additional solution and it's not necessarily just for yourself. Yeah. It's for the labs that you're working with. It's so for
0: it's for the it's for the actual DNA agencies. Mm-hmm. So like the people like me that own gotcha. the middlemen. Um, it's for the labs, and at some point in time, in the near future, it'll be for city and state governments as well. So that's the goal. Wait a minute. What you mean, point. city and state government? Um, so, for example, um, county governments, city governments, state governments. Um, people have to go sometimes through them. Uh, for child support stuff, and they get paternity mm-hmm. tests, and sometimes the state orders it. The state don't have a system to where they can manage that and release results. So I'm going to be that solution. Provide solutions That's the goal in the future. And you know, you look, you know, if anybody's ever worked for the government, you see some of these government websites. They are not. They the most, are, them shits are not user friendly. <laughs> they are them not the most amazing outdated. things in the world, but they just solve them a problem. And the government will pay you X amount of money to do that, uh, these, these city and state governments. So, so would
2: you, like, go for government contracts and stuff like that's that? That's the future
0: goal. That would be... That's the goal.
2: That's smart as that's hell, dog. What yep. Also, so I know you said, you know, agencies, the labs, sure. and the government. Would the actual customers be able to log on and <coughs> view their results and stuff so like that as well? we're going
0: to be programming that into it so there'll be a customer facing so they can, they can have a little login and they can see... The status of their test in a little bubble as it goes along. So, your your you know your test has been shipped off to the laboratory. Your test is at the laboratory. Oh,
3: like a tracking yep, email. Yep,
0: just like just like a tracking email, just like that. And that's what we're working on programming. Like I said, this is not easy because this stuff costs money. Um, but it's the beautiful thing is that it's this Gray Helix is 100 percent black owned. I have a CTO um, that's a developer. Uh, and the beauty of the internet is that most of the people that I work with in this business I've never even met before. That's dope. Um, So, you know, through a networking group, I met this gentleman who is a software developer. uh, And so he oversees the developer um, that is out in like Pakistan or something like that, that develops this. And so we created this team um, that can continue to build these features and listen to what people need. So that's the, that's the goal. And uh, it's a work in progress.
3: Hey, that's fire. It's a beautiful work in progress. That is fire. And like, I just want to ask because I think sometimes people hear you bootstrapping and it's like, man, you got to spend all your money. In this situation, have you given any equity to the CTO or anything like that? Like yeah, the CTO has equity, yes. Because like I think too many times we hear stuff like mm-hmm. that, we think we got to spend all the very like how am I hire somebody? Yeah. Well, that's how you can hire somebody that could do it. Like
0: yeah. yeah, you motivate them other than just like I mean yes, I pay him a consulting fee. After yeah. I pay him a fee, but he also sees the vision too. He was like, yeah, dope, absolutely, let's do this. He's He's just as invested Even times where I was down I was like man Oh my god This sucks This is gonna cost He's like yeah, We got this It's cool Like this is This is something That can be used bro Like he would motivate me So somebody that's Just as involved In your project As you are um, Is is a valuable asset To have That's awesome Because man. he's
2: also Gaining something From this yeah. being successful
0: If I sell this business well. He's gonna get a percentage Of it Well when I sell it when He's yes, gonna he get a put percentage that it. That in
3: there, Put that out there
0: <coughs> Absolutely When he's gonna get A percentage it, he's, gonna, he's gonna love it For however much I sell it for in the future. He's gonna get a percentage of that. Absolutely. Oh. Hell yeah.
3: Yeah. Any other paternity related questions? Mm.
2: There was a question I paternity watched from earlier. Paternity yeah. university. Can we talk about that? What What was that like? Actually coming up with that.
0: Yeah, man. Um, like, damn. damn last year around this time. So after the- uh, I remember. <laughs> so Boston's and Brunch, that's where, you know, I met you, I met y'all. Yeah. I met um, Annalisa. Um, I became reacquainted once again with Andre Hatchet. So those are people, you know, y'all are influential in my life and going there and just talking about, hey, this is what I do. It was like, damn, you got a course for that? I'm like, no. Like, no, you should. That's pretty, that's pretty cool to have. And I'm like, ah, I don't wanna be that course guy, you know? Yeah. Like, okay. Cool, um, and so I go home. And I think a month later, I tweeted just one day, just I just be tweeting. Hey, did you know, as a DNA collector, you can make a hundred something dollars or under the dollars for a DNA collection? All of a sudden, all these people just hit me up. How? Hey, bro, how? Yeah, how? yeah, yeah, got yeah, put me on game. I'm like, oh, I got something here. Um, so, <clears throat> I've written ebooks before. I've created digital. I've done it before. So I just wrote an e-book in like a day, like how to become a mobile DNA collector. And I sold that for $27. And uh, I made like a couple thousand dollars off of that. And I was like, damn, that's pretty cool. You know, that digital money is dope. And I was like, oh, I can create a course that shows people how to start their own DNA testing business. Like not just being the collector, because the collector is different from a DNA agency owner. A collector responds, a collector is called by a DNA agent and says, I need you to do this. So they're just waiting for calls to come in. A DNA agent receives calls from the clients. You know, you're, you're the, yeah, the customer face. Yeah, side. it's customer is more customer facing um, and you can scale it indefinitely. So um, I created the course, wrote the script, wrote it out, recorded it in three weeks, put it out. And now we have DNA agency owners um, in what, San Diego, New Orleans, Detroit. I mean, shoot, the first ever student just DM me, the unofficial student, just, yo, man, how do I do this? And I just DMed him on Twitter throughout the whole process. And now he does, his paternity testing business is doing pretty well for himself out in Detroit. It's dope. So we got students all over the United States um, doing their thing. And <clears throat> like, I say, like I said before, this is a transfer of information from the previous generation to the new generation. Because quite frankly, like nobody was really, like other than my mom teaching me one-on-one, Nobody's really transferring this information mm-hmm. from Gen X or um, the baby boomer generation to the new generation. This, I don't know, who knows, this this could have, the paternity industry could have seen uh, a great decline in the next 20, 30 years. I'm not going to completely amount to my
3: course. could have got monopolized by somebody else without <sighs> other people getting into it. Absolutely. So it's just hot uh,
2: girl summers. You said what? I said because people still having the hot girl songs.
0: But, hey, and like I said, I don't put it just on the women. It's the guy. it's got, You yeah. know, everybody's everybody like, hot boys. Yeah, ain't shit. Everybody be wild. So it's this business Shootin is never going cold. to go away. This business is never going to go away. It, it, I highly doubt it'll ever be automated by AI or anything of that nature. Like people are always going to be having children, and they're going to be having questions, no matter what. It is. It just is what it is. That's the nature of humanity. So as long as humanity's still around, this industry will still be around.
3: A needs-based business that got low overhead to get into. Yep. That shit oh, goddamn, man. Do you
2: do you have to operate with some type of like HIPAA? Like yeah. within that? That's a that? good question.
0: No, cuz I'm not I'm I'm not a I'm not a medically necessary business. Mm-hmm. So it's not a medical business. Um, I do operate with confidentiality and dealing okay. with clients information yes but uh no this is not a medically necessary business or anything of that nature so for example insurance doesn't cover paternity testing really it's a cash based business because insurance does not view paternity testing as medically necessary even the the non-invasive prenatal ones insurance doesn't cover it That's people I get I get calls from all the clients hey the blue cross group blue shield no they don't this is not a medically necessary uh, business so insurance uh doesn't cover it, and therefore DNA agency owners don't have to deal with insurance companies because they're just straight up getting paid by the client. That's crazy. That's,
3: I know that certain the the pay down time too because dealing yeah. you know, with insurance companies that would add a long time. I can only imagine.
0: To. You know, I can only imagine because the phlebotomist side, um, they deal with insurance. The actual phlebotomist, mm-hmm. and they tell me all the time it's a headache to deal with insurance. And I'm like, I don't, I don't have to deal with that. You know, so yeah. It's dope, man can
2: you share one of the wildest stories you've ever had oh
0: man <clears throat> <laughs> i um i have a, i have a couple so one lady not saying state's names location yeah 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 that. no no personally yeah, identifiable information yeah no pi exactly um we got uh, she called she contacted this is like my first in person legal test too by the way my first like legal court admissible test in person she contacted me and said hey i need i need a paternity test um I don't think it's my husband's kid. Um, and I had an affair with my ex-lover, ex of years ago. So I don't think it's, you know, his. And I'm like, all right, cool. You know, fair enough. Got it. Go to the test. She gets the results back. Zero percent. All right. Um, her husband finds out. Obviously, he is not Please. happy about that. Yeah. And so she contacts she contacts me over the next few days. And she's like, hey, um, are these results real? I'm like, yeah. Science is a science. You know, they're real. And she says, <clears throat> Come on, like the next day, texting me. Um, my my husband's like an alcoholic, or he was an alcoholic. Um, can alcohol affect his DNA? Can it change his DNA to where it can be a zero percent on the test? And I was like, No, alcohol can't change your DNA. Like your <laughs> genetic, genetic code, your genetic code cannot do that. Um that was that was one. I had another where I, I went to I and I never went to a person's house again after this. Like I advise people who are in this business, um, don't go to nobody's house to do a DNA test. People are people are insane. Yeah. Unless they're like a celebrity or something like that. That that can happen as well. I still don't want to go to the um, house. Yeah. But I went to a guy's house and he was just creepy. <laughs> He's a creepy dude, man. He just, you know, I I go in the house, it's just
1: Calling all creators. Revolt is pioneering a new era of entertainment to change the narrative of black culture. We are building the largest platform for black creators globally. Become a member of our expanding network
2: at RevoltCreators.com. The future, the future is ours, ours to create. To
0: create. Yeah, a halfway... Man, it was just, hanging
3: up, like taxidermy type stuff. It was stuff.
0: just weird. It was just like a halfway um, furnished house. You just It reminded me of something off of... Um, have you ever seen the movie Sicario. Or like narcos, it just is one of those types of situations, you know. Just weird. I just felt, you know, he just you know offers me a drink. He, I never heard of Liquid Death before. Oh, know? the water. The yeah, wa- yeah, yeah. I never heard of that before. <laughs> so he just like liquid, you
3: like what? Some liquid death. You know, it's water that they serve in a, can, in a can, can that looks like beer, in the clubs.
0: But the branding of it is it's called Liquid Death, but I never heard of it. So I go there and he's like, "Would you like some Liquid Death?" And I'm like. Uh, he, he had that I face. Like, huh? yeah. He's like, no, it's a drink. I'm like, okay, but it was just, it was just a strange, um, thing. And uh, you know, he he got his results, and I think months later he contacted me, And was like, hey, I, I don't, you know, I got it, I got the results, but I want to do another test. He come to my house at eleven o'clock tonight. Dude. I'm like, no, nah, bro, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I don't
3: That's, do that. Uh, nah, we don't no. do house calls. <laughs> no, but
0: uh, yeah, if, if my mom were to ever come on the show, she would. She has stories for literally twenty years. She can tell you all types of stories. Everything from being going to do a deceased case and being left in the morgue by herself. Oh, no. Uh, Yeah. At night.
3: Uh, Uh, She has all all types of stories. Y'all are... Somebody's getting a mouthful for me.
0: (laughs) She has all types of stories that she can tell. My, My stuff, I always... I joke with my mom all the time. I'm like, mom, I don't deal with half the drama you deal with. You know, you out there in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? You deal with a lot of stuff. I just... My calls are just straightforward. Get get them the results and that's it. You know, she deals with a lot more drama than I do. So my stories are like, eh, <laughs> you know.
3: So, Roy, well, I, I want to pivot and ask you one of my favorite questions, man. What's a personal finance tip or principle that you live by?
0: Yeah, man. Um, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's halfway personal finance and halfway like just personal Um, and literally invest in your own self, um, ask the right questions. Um, literally like me literally recycling money. If you have a business or a project, I've switched more from being an investor to a more of a business owner type person. And so if you want to see your business grow, you literally reinvest in yourself and literally just keep going. Like do not stop. So it's kind of personal finance and personal as well. Personal mantra. Just keep going. Do not stop. I mean, shit sucks sometimes, but reinvest into your business. Don't pull all the profit out and blow it on whatever. Literally just reinvest, you know, from a business perspective. Don't skimp on your marketing. Like, don't don't just, oh, man, I spent X amount of money on marketing this month. I'm going to just cut that in half. Uh,
3: no, don't you do gonna that. You're going to see your sales dropping? half literally that, that,
0: that happened to me. Literally, that happened to me. I was like, oh, man, I, don't, I spent too much money on marketing. I'm going to cut my marketing budget in half. Nope. Myself's cut in half. Hmm. Um, so from a personal, fi- you know, a personal fine or business finance, reinvest in yourself and literally just keep, keep pushing. Thank you.
2: Okay. I got my three favorite questions. First okay. one, are you frugal or are you a flexor?
0: Uh, man, I don't know. I think my wife would probably answer that question. <laughs> I think I'm kind of in the middle. I liked, I'm not going to lie. My, my guilty pleasure is like going out to restaurants to eat and stuff. So like I don't flex 100 percent on that, but I I do I, I'm not gonna lie. Like a nice food. meal, I like a nice meal. I go out and you know I I have a whole spread of Indian food or something like that. You know what I'm saying so that's where my frugality kind of goes out the window at times, and I flex. Does
2: that, that food come in to play? Yeah, your man, foodie,
0: yes, man, yeah, absolutely. So I'll I'll kind of I'll kind of spend a little bit more on that. But everything else, I'm you know my clothes, you know all that stuff. I don't I don't I don't I'm not really into the name brand stuff. I just my thing
2: okay second question how are you building wealth for your future generation legacy
0: absolutely so currently it is just building this business um my goal is to sell it one day It's have an exit i have an exit strategy is to sell it it's major most most black yeah, most people don't, don't, think that don't that have the goal of selling it. exit yeah that's it it's it's to build it to sell so in doing so, once I sell it, that is where those, those funds will go, essentially into you know a trust fund or et cetera, so that that wealth can continue generating. Like you said, and you asked me earlier about real estate, once I sell, plow that money back into real estate or dividend stocks or something like that, mm-hmm. and have that set up for uh, my children or grandchildren or so uh, in a trust account. That's what I'm doing currently. It's just all in on this business. That's what I'm working on. Okay.
2: Lastly, do you have life insurance?
0: Yes, I do. I do. I have a term through the military. So the military gives you a term. Um, 400000 for 29 bucks a month, 27 something like that. Can't be done. That. Um, that's called SGLI, uh, Service Members Group Life Insurance. And I have a whole life policy that I got on myself a few years ago. So, yeah, I do mean. have
3: life insurance. That's sure, sure. With the military, if you retire from them, do you get to keep the
0: insurance? I I might be wrong. I think you can get VGLI, uh, Veterans Group Life Insurance. I think it continued, but I think your premium was a little bit higher, mm-hmm. and your and your um, what's the word for it? your your death benefit might a be a little, little bit lower. Little. It was Don't still, quote me on it. Yeah, but it's a uh, VGLI if I'm not mistaken. So yeah.
3: Get life insurance Everybody That's it's important. important Y'all need it
0: That's important Absolutely
3: no, we, we, I'm glad Jalen Started asking that question Cause you would be surprised man Like you just learn And like some people do Some people don't uh, And you get to It's a real interesting conversation When it comes to life I'm insurance I'm not trying
0: to have nobody Had no doggone fish fry for me
3: After I Talk it. about it man Cause like I'll tell you. That shit there yeah, It's I'm like We to gotta go stop fund that Go me
2: Yeah We gotta stop no, we're that
3: we're not doing that Like I, I know so many people my, my whole life growing up My dad and them it's like, oh, man, this one just passed. I just want to give this to the family because they're going to need this because yeah. they can't afford that. And it's like, man, it's it's sad, bro.
0: It is. It is.
3: And, like, life insurance is more than just a death benefit. Like, you, I know you just mentioned you got the whole yeah. life policy on yeah. yourself. So, uh, there, there's a whole conversation on whole life versus term life. Some people say whole life is a scam. Other people say look at whole life for the benefits that it has. Mm-hmm. You're, you're building equity in a life insurance policy. Yeah. Yep. you can borrow against that money you can use that money to fund anything that you have you to can. do with your business and yep. pay it back as time goes on yep. so it's it's all just tools and things to build just well. be covered
0: regardless yeah. Mm-hmm. Period. yeah whatever you just if you if you worry about so much about whether what is what is a scam just get covered please you know something at the very least have somebody it can bury you or whatever or don't what just be it. out here you know don't do that you don't want to have no fish fries for you Get uh, covered. Get covered, please.
3: And hit him up if you think you got some questions related to that baby <laughs> yours. That's all I, I got to see. Are he, you
0: the pappy? <laughs> hey, you know, I would say this. So, yes, if, if you're out there and you have questions about a paternity situation or a relationship situation, you can contact us. Um, go to AssuranceDNA.com, A-S-S-U-R-A-N-C-E. Uh, DNA.com or DNA test near me.com. I own that as well. Um, that's, that's an amazing yeah. URL. D- yeah. Yes. DNA test near me.com. Um, you can go to there and uh, a specialist will be able to answer your questions. If, if you or somebody, you know, uh, needs a paternity test um, as well. Hey, if you're looking to get into the paternity testing business, you can go to paternityuniversity.com. Um The course is available. Two hours of content, exclusive Slack channel access where you can talk to other DNA agency owners, one on one coaching with myself to walk you through the entire process. Um, look into that. And if you're a DNA agency owner, a laboratory, hey, if you're a city government, who knows? Folks might be out there looking. Uh, grayhelix.io is where you can go uh, to uh, learn about uh, the DNA testing CRM uh, that I have.
3: Gray, gray with the a E A. What an E. Grayhelix.
0: Uh, dot I-O, gray with a e. There we go Y'all go there Get that
2: Can you let them know Where they can follow you And keep in touch with you as Yeah as well? absolutely
0: I'm most active On Twitter So on Twitter I am Royal Skeegee. Skegee for my Illustrious alma mater Tuskegee University So R-O-Y-A-L S-K-E-G-E-E That's where I am Most active I'm on Instagram as well uh, Royal Skegee as well But uh, Twitter is where You'll find me Mostly
3: Definitely well, Royal Brother, I want to say thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast and educating us on the paternity industry, man. This is pretty dope. Uh, this is a dope business, needs-based business, low startup costs, with a lot of upside and potential. I'm glad that you started educating and getting that knowledge back. It's great to learn your story and get this information out there. Um, so before we wrap up, a few cleaning items for everyone. Uh, make sure that you like, rate, comment, subscribe, leave that five-star rating and review again. Gifts, donations, studio. We need that. We need that. Y'all join us in our mission to continue pushing this more this message forward. Um We're gonna get the studio. Yeah. By on God we getting this studio and it's gonna happen when it's supposed to happen. But pitch in, throw a little something in and we're yeah, gonna get there even out. a little faster. What uh, you got, bro?
2: I just wanna say thank you to all the listeners. Uh, once again, as David alluded to earlier on the show. All the fellas, make sure y'all go to blackmensummit.com, blackmensummit.com so you can buy your tickets. We have live stream, we have in person uh in person tickets as well. They're currently on sale for a $100. Early bird uh, early bird tickets, it will go up uh, to $200. Um once again, this is going to be something that's very different. The whole summit is being planned by a very, very... Oh, yeah, guest yeah. on um, episode
3: 169.
2: A very highly skilled event planner, event producer, my good guy, Mr. Will Haggins um, So he's on with this, and this is going to be amazing. Uh, we're partnering with Black Men's Wear, uh, the Dad Gang, and Black Men Can, for Black male-led organizations to get this... To make this come to fruition So get y'all tickets uh, Tap into your inner king um, We about to make this thing happen Let's get ready to build
3: Yes sir And on that note This is Black Wealth Renaissance Signing
2: out, out. Peace, Peace.
1: What's going on, everybody? This is Dr. Shonda, and I am here from the Paging Dr. Shonda podcast. If you're a fan of psychology and mental health, be sure to check out and subscribe to the Paging Dr. Shonda podcast, a show that covers and talks about buzzing topics in pop culture, mental health in the black community, and faith-based topics. And it's brought to you exclusively by the Revolt Podcast Network, anchored in hip-hop, powered by creators.